It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We're bringing in right now Melinda Katz, who, of course, is the current district attorney of Queens. And uh, district attorney, I got to ask you, Melinda, big bust today. This was huge news. Uh, 23 alleged gang members, a lot of them tied to one of the biggest gangs ever, the Crips Street Gang. Tell us about it. Yeah, that is true. Today, Mayor Adams and, uh, of course, Commissioner Sewell and myself uh, announced 23 alleged gang members, uh, part of the Crips Street Gang, one based in Astoria Housing, one based in Woodside Housing. It's a culmination of a two-year investigation. And the investigation was really kicked off, if you remember, uh, Rita, and it's good speaking with you again. You too. uh, By the uh, heartbreaking loss of Ms. Valinas. If you remember her a few years ago, she was the a mother who was gunned down in Woodside uh, by a gang member who was shooting at a rival. Uh, and, and really her killing led to the investigation into this culture of violence by the Crips in Astoria and Woodside. It ended up uh, with an 85-count indictment variously charging 23 defendants with conspiracy to commit murder, attempted murder, reckless endangerment, and criminal possession of a weapon. Um, So, look, it was a good day for safety, a good day for the people of Woodside uh, and Astoria houses. They're really the ones uh, that have to live with drivers of crime and those individuals that would really terrorize all day. Let me ask you about how much the open border is affecting, like, the transport of guns, uh, transport of criminals. There's a lot of gotaways uh, right now. How much is that contributing to gang violence? Well, I have to tell you, a lot of our guns come in really from the South, right? So you got Georgia, you got North Carolina, you got some of the places where folks are buying guns legally and they're coming up um, the East Coast, which we call the Iron Pipeline. Uh, and then they're selling them to our kids here in Queens County. I mean, they're, they're illegal guns. A lot of them now are ghost guns. You know, ghost guns are an interesting addition to this country. You can go onto the Internet and you can buy different pieces of different guns from throughout hundreds of vendors on the internet. We actually formed a crime strategies unit in my office so that we can locate those that are buying these these pieces of guns from throughout the country. But in order to make it easier, those ghost guns now come in kits and they're untraceable and you put them together in the basement of your house or in an apartment. Rita, you can put them together after a half hour video on YouTube and you have an operable gun. Uh, It's truly remarkable, but we're trying to do all we can with the gun surge. And this was a good step today. You know, we've gotten thank you calls. We've gotten people who have said, you know, you've given us a breath. You take some of the gang members out, uh, those that are driving the crime, driving um, a lot of the hostility in the in the housing areas. Uh, And it was a good day. Uh, The mayor was talking today um, about the fact that we're not going to let those that would terrorize and those that would have guns in our streets take us over. We're going to find them, we're going to come after them, and we're going to prosecute them. Melinda, will we be able to keep these people in in uh, jail, or are they going to be out again? No, I mean, uh, most. I think everyone, if not everybody, uh, were remanded. Uh, there was bail, there was remand. Uh, 18 of the shooters, by the way, were first were shooters. Um, 18 of the people that we indicted were actually shooters. Eight of them were repeat shooters. Um, and they will they will be in jail. They will do time for this. We will prosecute them uh, to the fullest extent of the law. 
I think you'll find that we are very serious about keeping people safe here in Queens County. Although, you know, and we've, guns, we've seen this revolving door, smart. though, Melinda. You know, John's point, too, of so many of these people come in, even gangbangers, get right back out. Well, I can't talk for other boroughs, and I can't talk for other prosecutions. I can tell you that we hold people accountable here in Queens County, and we don't apologize for it. And the truth is that this That's is what we need. We need tough DAs. Thank you, Melinda. Well, yeah, absolutely. We need those that hold people accountable. Accountability can be jail time. Accountability could be that you have PTSD because you fought for this country. But accountability for guns, um, you know, there has to be a zero tolerance for it. You have to know that if you carry a gun or you carry a weapon uh, in the city of New York, that you're going to uh, pay a price for that, and you will be held accountable for that. And the stories here are heart-wrenching. You know, shooting a gun over a little girl's head. Uh, in one of these counts where the little girl is just holding her ears. She's standing next to an ice cream truck. And then the next day there's retaliation where an innocent bystander is hit. We have so many stories of those natures, but it takes of that nature, but it takes investigation. It takes partnership with the NYPD. It takes actually forming the bureau that I formed, which is the Violent Criminal Enterprise Bureau. Their main job, their only job really, is to get the guns, gangs, and drugs and make sure we find them and take them off the street. Melinda, it's, it's to- a joint effort. So it's Tony Carbonetti. How are you? Sure. Good. How are you, Tony? Good. So a, a couple months ago, Mayor Adams had a press conference about 2,200 gun arrests that because of bail reform and, you know, the D, I think really the DA we have here in Manhattan, uh, when, when you have your DA lunches, you really should tell this guy he, he needs to prosecute some of these people like you know, the 1,700 of them were pled down to misdemeanors. Is that because of the bail reform and discovery laws that need to be now changed? Well, actually, bail reform refers to how you can hold someone before they're actually tried. What the actual disposition of the case, I can't talk to the actual facts of those cases. I can only talk about the ones that we have here in Queens and the ones that we indict for and the ones that we prosecute for. But I would say that the securing orders for guns, a judge is allowed to give bail for those uh, prosecutions, for gun possessions. Uh, normally, we ask for some securing order. I think it's important to people to know that if folks are getting caught with weapons, um, that they are going to have a fair, um, a fair hearing in court, which allows us to keep people in when we think that that is appropriate. Well, Linda, it's Richard, it's Richard Weinberg. If I could. Hello, Judge. How are you? If I could make uh, some suggestions, it seems to me if we're going to make changes and give you the weapons you need to be an effective and a more effective district attorney and your colleagues, you need to do the following. You need to raise the raise your age law has to be changed, bring it back down. You have to have recidivism, particularly uh, recidivism with respect to gang crimes. You have to have more controls over the discovery process, and you have to give judges discretion on uh, on dangerousness. What do you say about that? So we've, I've been an advocate for adding community safety dangerous to one of the criteria and one of the standards that the judges could use uh, when figuring out the securing order. I do think it's important to take community safety into account. So we've already talked quite a bit about that. As far as, you know, being, making sure that people are arrested, you know, they just made a few changes on the bail laws when it comes to DATs, but those really wouldn't be gun crimes. Gun crimes are qualifying offenses. Normally, a district attorney would ask for some securing order before the trial. Normally, we get some as well. For recidivists, obviously, as you know, if they're, uh, you know, predicate felons and predicate 
uh, especially in the gun charges, we are able to up the sentence if they are convicted again. And we use all of those tools that are available. And I think one of the things the mayor made clear today is, yes, we've advocated for changes in the bail law. We've advocated especially for changes in discovery. I have to tell you, discovery is um, one of the most critical issues that I believe needs to be changed, um, as well as, as some of the bail laws. But we can, you know, under the laws that we have on the books today, we were able to do an 85-count indictment against 23 defendants, 22 of which were picked up for conspiracy to commit murder. And the jail time for all of those is up to 25 years for that conspiracy. So we do, we do what we do under the laws we're given, with the NYPD doing exactly what they do, which is protecting our streets. And we appreciate the cooperation and the partnership. Well, so thank you, Melinda Katz, for coming on. You're one tough DA. Bravo. And, uh, uh, bravo, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks. Good speaking with all of you again. Thank, thank you. you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.